Hello and welcome back to Much Dirt About Rugby, where we chat about everything rugby. I'm back again with just Maliki this time. It's a duo episode. Maxon uh, kindly left left the the chat, shall we say, uh, because he's he's a bit stressed stressed out at the moment. He's he's cooking a spag bowl, I think. So, yeah, pretty stressful stuff. Special delivery. No, we have ball. we have a, a pretty standard episode for you today. We're we're, we're going to chat about some Prem rugby, of course, because that's all going on at the moment. All good to go. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, a team that I came up with the other day. It must have been what a year, a year nearly ago now. Um, that I wrote up is an it's an England rugby team that I thought would be in playing in the Six Nations this year. So quite interesting to see how our opinions have changed or how my opinions have changed and what kind of team I drew up then. And then we are going to talk a little about rugby and video games and what kind of rugby video games there are out there and how much fun we've had playing them over the years. <laughs> so if we start off, Mal, the week, the midweek uh, Premiership Rugby, we had a, a few good games. What did you think of the action? Uh, I only watched a few of them, not going to lie. I watched the Gloucester game, I think, and the Bath versus Wasp game, maybe. I didn't watch much of them today, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I saw, obviously, Gloucester, Ollie Thorley scored four tries, and, like, really early on, I have, I don't think it was, like, the first, like, 30 minutes or something stupid like that, which obviously is pretty insane. But, um, Mental. I don't know. I never really know much about this guy, to be honest. Like everyone seems to be gassing up, saying he should be England or something. Yeah, you, mate. Me. Is he I, actually? I good? was gassing him recently. I was gassing him recently because I, if you remember, I did make a sly comment at, at Rosie, um, <laughs> Roy McConaughey, just on on the off chance because honestly, we uh, we, we didn't expect Roy to get into the Rugby World Cup squad, but um, I thought someone like Thor Thorley was big competition for him. Because they were both kind of outsiders in in the in the bookies um, odds and stuff, but we obviously saw Rory got in. So I just think they're not really similar players, but Thorley's no, certainly a bit of a beast. Like whenever he gets the ball, he tends to do some damage, like bouncing people, and he's also absolutely rapid. Yeah, so I think he's, he's very quick. Like four tries in one half, like, that's just outrageous. I just like, obviously. Some of them were run-ins. I think I I watched the highlights and some of them were pretty standard. But you know, Leicester did Leicester did quite well in that match actually. They got thirty points. Yeah, I think I think obviously Gloucester started really well and then I think Leicester had like a big comeback during the middle and then uh, in the, like the later ends of the game, Gloucester just finished off, finished them. But um... but I I you know I said previously that I thought Gloucester might win the Premiership next season. I probably should rescind that that prediction because they're quite low they're just, down on the they're table. Not, they're not playing that well. They're quite low down on the table. Also, they're big players. Like Cipriani's a good, still a good player, but he's not really performing like he was last season. Mm. Um, I, I think know, they're, there's, fun there's to, they're definitely other. fun to watch. Um, they're an interesting team. I don't know. Maybe if they make some big name signings, like just to fill the gaps, then maybe. But like they've got Johnny May on the wing and Ollie Thorley. That's and Jason Johnny Woodward, May, you were gassing him up as well. That's pretty deadly, like, back three. Yeah, then... I was gassing him up until I found out he was 30. Because I was going, like, oh, he could play for England. And Jason then... Woodward, yeah. Is he the Australian guy? He, he's. I think he's Kiwi, but he should qualify through residency. And he's been playing 
in England for a while now. So, yeah. I mean, I I think he probably he probably was in Eddie in Eddie Jones's thoughts a while back, but then he's a bit old now, isn't he? We have we have Rory McConaughey ready to fill that spot, don't we? And Mate, by the way, Rosie guys, is dying. Rory should actually be the next England fullback. He's playing so so well. He's got safe hands under the high ball. He scores in every game. He's, yeah, he's, he's got. He has a last two tries a bit a bit poacher tries, but still a try, still a try. But yeah, he's dang. I think Eddie really likes him as well. To be fair, I really likes him. I think he um, I think he's definitely got a good shot to get back into the England squad for um, whatever's going to be next because he's playing pretty sick for Bath and um, the the commentators were gassing him up before the game they were like got McConaughey on the wing he's in great form at the moment I was like go on Rosie he was on our pod <laughs> <laughs> what, what were some of the stats that you were saying the other day it was like he's got the most clean breaks and defenders beaten or something in the league after oh. after the second round of man- matches after coronavirus yeah after I can't lockdown. remember where it was but he had just like he I think he had what was he he had like nine, I think he, in not this week, but the week before, he got nine defenders beaten in one game, which is like insane. Because I think I think the lead the lead for that was um, Nathan Hughes um, for Bristol, and he had like sixty something over the whole season, which averages out which average out to like four four and four and a bit um, per game. So nine yeah. is pretty like insane. And then yeah, he, he's get he's getting a good few tries. Obviously not at the top of the table but he's still like pushing up there like and he's also like just good off the ball as well he put he yeah like he does a lot off off the ball and like not only score tries like making meters you can see him like defensively as well like you can see switched on like he knows like you rarely see teams against bath like scoring like outside on the wing because of roy making mistake like you know, Wasp couldn't really Wasp couldn't really do much outside. I noticed because I watched the game. I noticed him like biting in and stuff on on the winger, and Wasp ended up scoring a bunch of really average forwards tries. Yeah, I think um Rosie's only missed like, like I think well look, before this week it was like twenty seven twenty six out of twenty seven tackles he's made. So he missed one tackle. That's like I don't know what that is like. And as a, and as a winger. Like if someone gets the ball like slightly on the outside of you and they've got a ton of space and you literally like Just your arm kind of scrags, yeah. scrags them, then it kind of counts as a missed tackle, doesn't it? Even though you're not really expected to make it unless it's some sort of miracle tackle. So I think I think we can let Rosa off. Yeah. So pretty much he's insane. But I'll tell you someone who I actually thought was pretty sick in that game as well for Wasps was uh what's his name. Jack Willis, the what, what position? The six for what? Flanker, flanker, yeah. Mm, he, I thought he was really good, and I think he's been on the. I've seen his name pop pop up quite a lot as well, um, recently, because uh, I think I I think it was on Reddit I was looking on, and there are loads of players. People are going like most underrated players or something like that, and um, loads of people are saying Jack Willis and like how he should be in the England squad, like playing for England. So he maybe. Yeah, I've. I've noticed the same same sort of stuff, but at the same time, like it's like England's probably most competitive, one of England's most competitive positions. That and that yeah, and the win. Hundred percent. So so I many back think, rows. You know, he, he, he when you've got Curry and Underhill who are both still really really young because Jack Willis is quite young as well. I think he's in he's in his early twenties. So you've got Curry and Underhill who have already proven themselves to be world class and 
like Underhill still had a really, really good game for Bath. He got a yellow card towards the end, yeah, but for a penalty try that Wasp would have scored anyway, so it didn't need to be a penalty penalty try. And like, I don't know, I thought it was, I thought it was like unneeded from the ref and probably ruins Bath's chances of winning the game. Yeah. But Underhill, Underhill, other than that, like made some absolutely massive hits, and still, I in my opinion, outshone Jack Jack Willis really, oh, despite really, yeah. Bath losing. To be fair, I just like the idea of just having England just having so much depth in all these positions. It's just like if we get, if we just get, yeah, suddenly we just get loads of injuries, we just know we're just like secure in those positions. Like we're still gonna be like dominant. But um, that's the thing. I think I think watching watching the Prem again for the first time back because when you watch Super Rugby enough, you suddenly start to think, "Oh, New Zealand, they're so good. They got so much depth." And then you watch the Prem, and you're like, Damn. And you realise like. <laughs> Yeah, we have so much depth. We're dang, and we're going to beat everyone, and we're going to win the World Cup. Yeah, mate. Oh, wait. We didn't. <laughs> now, what what did you make of um Jacob Umanga? I still think he's thorough. Well, not, not overrated necessarily. I just don't think he's anything special. I'd probably genuinely have AJ McGinty or someone over him. Really? I th- I think he's second string, and I think Eddie Jones really likes him because he's like, meant to have a bit of flair about him and he mm. he set up I think he scored a try in 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 the game on on Monday against wasps but I mean against against Bath sorry but um yeah I just I just didn't really I don't really see it like his kicking isn't anything to write home about I'd rather have Ford in that circumstance yeah, like Marcus Sm- so, Marcus well. Smith in my opinion is way better at kicking and it with the ball in hand like running and beating defenders like Marcus Smith is so good. Whenever whenever he gets the ball, you feel like he's so electric. He can actually beat people, which is so different to any like uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's really different to any ten we've ever had, but there are certainly he's got a lack a bit, of tens yeah, a like bit that. Spark and that at the moment we don't really see that much in our squad. I guess you could say exactly. And Quinn's had a good win as well. What was the score in they, that game? They beat, they beat um, well, if I just quote Max and Lambert from about two episodes, three episodes ago. <laughs> and Northampton are on the up, mate. Northampton are on the up. Harlequins, who lost by, what, 30 points to Worcester last week, have beaten Northampton Saints by 13 points, 30 to 17. So I just think Northampton are pretty average, and I don't understand how they've done so well in the Champions Cup. Mate, Actually, probably, I do know. Just I turn do up know. On the day. They probably just turn up on the day, mate. I do know why they did so well in the Champions Cup. It's because I said this. I said this to you on the phone um, after the episode that Mal and Maxon did together. We had a chat on the on the phone, obviously discussing. When I was listening to it, I was discussing it with them and adding my completely opposite opinions, really. And Maxon said Northampton are on the up, and I was like, obviously not. It's just because they had Cobus Reinhardt for half a season. And it's true. The moment he's gone, they're literally f- failing. And he says, and he says, this guy Mitchell, this this Mitchell bloke who plays scrum half for them now, is like the next England nine. No, he's not. Ben Spencer is. Ben Spencer's horrendously good. Yeah, Mitchell is nothing on Spencer. I would definitely agree with you there. But um, Quinn's, um, what's his name? How's Ashton been playing? He scored a try. He, you know, he did his famous celebration for the, the try. Ash splash. Yeah, the ash splash with no <laughs> with no crowd. So Danny Care, Danny Care after the match, he was like, "Yeah, we won't let him forget that in the changing room later." Like Tragic. they're gonna rip, they're gonna rip him to shreds because he did his celebration in front of no fans. What? What oh, a well. but, 
no. I guess if, if if you win the game, you're gonna kind of afford to do that. Also, Nathan Earl, like England have so much depth in this position is stupid. Nathan Earl was in the England squad a few years back, and then he got injured uh, for Quinns, I think, and couldn't couldn't return to fitness in time for the World Cup, which was a shame because I think he was definitely in with a shadow going as well. Is he but good? I've never he seen is, him. He is. He is so good, mate. Like he. When he was in under twenties, England England under twenties, he won the Junior World Player of the Year. Damn, shit. Yeah, because obviously so, we played against Jordan, didn't we? So, and he was mm. he wasn't like anything amazing. He was yeah, just like, Jordan obviously is a friend of the show. I'm sure you listen every week, mate. <laughs> but um, <laughs> definitely doesn't. No, work. no, we uh, yeah, we played we played with his brother, but no, Jordan, mate, you're nothing. You're nothing on your brother, so. Yeah, Nathan. Yeah. Uh, he played for Saris for a bit, and then a few few seasons yeah. back, then he then signed for Quinns. Um, yeah, but no, I think I think definitely watch watch out for Nathan Earl because he he's another one. He's a bit like Roy. He doesn't seem to make many mistakes. Oh, like, really? He's Just really solid, and he's a really good finisher as well. I'm sure if you went on YouTube and watched his highlights, main uh, I can specifically remember watching his under twenties highlights. Like, yeah, he definitely deserved Player of the Year. Like, he was absolutely insane. And then I think in the Premiership he's just had a bit of trouble with injury, so he still he still scores tries. But you know what more can you ask from a winger if if he's not finishing the tries and don't get out of the team? But if he is, then you know I'm give him a chance. We have so much depth. England are the best team in the world. <laughs> yeah, Literally we are. Insane. We are. There you go. To my South African friend Jono, that's definitely going to be listening to this. F- we are the best. We are the best. But yeah, we are the best. Boring extra getting a nice boring 59-7 <laughs> win that's boring over Worcester and Worcester were meant to be on the up as well because they beat Quinns last week <laughs> Worcester no, I don't not. even know what's going on with them they just like yeah, they've got like two pe- players who like I guess like England like prospects they got what's his name Ted Hill Ted Hill and the centre Ollie Lawrence who are both oh, loads of people getting Ollie, Ollie Lawrence up people are like oh yeah this guy's going to be like um, like kind of like oh, it's like Jonathan Joseph or something they, I can't remember they said it was someone something some like someone who played for England pretty much gassing him up nah, I disagree I don't think so I don't know I have, I, I have to watch the highlights probably yeah. but I can't really believe there's got to be someone better there's got to be someone with a bit more experience currently not off the top of my head but you've got two laggy he's got a few more years in him there yeah Yeah. maybe in like five and maybe Slade. in like five years they- Slade is Slade. fair. Slade is unreal, mate. He's actually so good. He's outrageous. Some of the some of the passes that he's chucking at the moment, like no look, just like perfectly sets up tries every time. You watch you watch Exeter, like yeah, I know we call them boring, but Slade's literally at the centre of everything they do. He'll always chuck like the perfect, the perfectly right pass or the perfectly executed pass to start off with, but then it's the right pass as well. So if if it needs to go wide, just give it to Sadie. He'll send it wide. If it needs to come back inside, he spots the guy running the line and he just chucks it to him. Oh, it's, he's just sick. Yeah, he's sick. Get in the Lions squad. He, he if he's 100% not at least, will. he hundred percent will. If he's not at least on the bench for the Lions, like test squad, I'll be severely disappointed because the thing is about him as well, he's cover everywhere in the back. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. So useful to have. You just can't not have him I think Eddie Jones was saying that he wants pretty much the whole the Lions squad to be England I saw that today yeah I saw that as well I think it will it should be really come on 
it won't be though it will be so many like Welsh players <laughs> I don't know I think it's good to have a bit of diversity yeah but... mate it's good to mix up I think up, you but... still just have to pick the best players and like what have Wales Scotland Ireland ever won ever nothing six nations nothing yeah nothing. exactly now what the last match I think we should talk about um is Sale versus Bristol now this was an interesting game because Bristol obviously the new the new young guns I would say they're they're kind of they got promoted a couple of seasons ago and now they've got a ton of money basically and they bought Semi Rajrada and a bunch of other Saracens players and they're they've been beaten what they've been beaten 40 to 7 yeah by sale by the sale with a new new signing of Manitou and Angi as well I'm actually interested to see the, the teams for this so you've got to be fair I mean Bristol's squad doesn't look nearly as good I as think it, it was their a top second, squad uh, yeah I think it was like a second string team because they've obviously been, been playing well to be fair all the teams have been playing a lot I don't know maybe Pat Lamb's just trying to work out what his actual best squad is like who the players he actually wants playing in these big games yeah even so it seems a bit also stupid. I think I think for for the, for this kind of for this kind of team that for this kind of position that Bristol are in, where you're kind of in the top four, and you don't really need because they are, aren't they? I'm pretty sure they're yeah, third, yeah, yeah, and they're com- comfortably in the top four. So it's like they can actually afford to to put out their younger players and afford to lose a game. If you see what I mean, and and rotate the squad because the games are happening so frequently in the moment that they can't actually afford to have. To have those kind of big players in every game, so Sebastian yeah. Rodriguez played two in a row. He needs a break. So they had, they had, um, yeah, Ben Earl playing the, the ex Saris boy who we who we highly rate on this on this show. Mm. Uh, Max Maidens, another ex Saris at fifteen, good player, good player. Uh, but, yeah, but other than that, you you got Sealy Sealy Pietal, who's been in good form recently. But then you look at their lineup compared to Sale. And Sale basically have their best team playing, minus uh, who's the scrum half is like um, Dupree, the Dan, uh, the um, one of the Dupree brothers, not not the twins that play in the forwards, but the uh, the other one I've forgotten his full name. But they've got uh, like Kearney used to Hazen, who's a South African capped proc, prop. Mm. Sorry, uh, Jean Luc and Daniel Dupree playing at four and eight. Then you got Lou Diaga. You know, these are all South African big guns, Tom basically. Curry, then you got Curry. Tom Curry, Ben Curry at six and seven, who have basically well, yeah. the most turnovers in the competition, I think, since lockdown. I, I think Tom Curry's first and Ben Curry's third or something. So that's just horrendous, really, to be playing on the same team and have that many turnovers between them. Then the backs, you've got Faf de Klerk, AJ McGinty, as everyone knows, I highly rate because he's been Wait, the anchor of... Yeah, I think he's really good. Do you know how long he's been? He's been playing the Premiership for ages now, and he, and he's just solid. You know, he doesn't really make many mistakes. He he wouldn't be playing at that top level if he wasn't good for that long. Yeah, yeah. You got Marlon Yard on one wing, Denny Solomon on the other, and then Manu Tuilangi and Sam James in the uh, in the centres. So it's pretty good. Luke James also got a hat trick, didn't he? Who's he? He got two. He's the he's the fifteen. Yeah, he's he's. 
I think he played quite well. I think they were both walk-ins, but you know, when your team's playing well, you kind of play well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, Marlon Yard got one as well. Good for him. Like a bit. Of a, I like Marlon Yard. What he, do you think of him? He was at Hugh. He used to play Quinns, didn't he? Yeah, I I like him. I think he I think he's underrated. Apparently, he's only got like four caps for England or something. I looked up the other day. I mm. feel like he's. Sh- yeah, I feel like it sounds really like. Had that like standout season where he's going to break in. I feel. Sounds like he probably should have a few more to me, but a lot yeah, of comp, mate, a lot of competition. So, so that, so that's the Premiership all wrapped up, I guess. Um, Do you want to go over your team? Yeah, then? some 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 interesting some interesting results in there though. Definitely, yeah. Uh, I will just find it on my notes, but here we here we have on the fourth of February, twenty twenty. So I guess just before the Six Nations started. It was my England team that should start in the next test. So was I'm this run based off it. the players who were in had already been selected for the general squad, or was everyone? No, this is this is out of everyone playing in the Prem in England. Who oh, nice, I, cool. Who I think has residency and stuff like that. So hmm. it's also got subs as well. So you can judge <laughs> them. So obviously in the front row we got Mako, Vinopola, Jamie George, and Carl Sinclair. Yeah, untouchable, pretty much. Cool. We got Maritoje and George Cruz at four and five. Yeah. Yeah. George okay, Cruz. Good. No I'm more, glad so. you agree with that. Like the tight the tight five's pretty self explanatory for yeah. me, I think. Yeah. Then okay, you've obviously got Cunderhill. <laughs> Cunderhill, what's Cunderhill? Six is a Curry and Underhill. <laughs> <laughs> Such a stupid name. Now I've got Dombrant at eight. No, mate. Because I'm gassed for Quinns. No, he's not gonna start though, is he? That's just that's just so stupid. He's not gonna just start for England, like. Well, I think he could. I, mate, I, Ben I was... would start for him. I haven't actually. Oh, I do. I do. I do have Earl actually. Wait, I've got, I've got Ben Spencer at nine. Just give uh, just give what's his name? Give Ben Youngs his final cap, his hundredth cap, and then he can go. I reckon. Okay, yeah, fair. God, God, God. <laughs> do him, do him a favor. Just get him the hundredth cap, then he can chill. Then he can, then he can chill. Chill. Then he can just the retire. Pitch. Then he can retire. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, then, then Spenner uh, can come on. He's dying, guys. <laughs> Spenner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ten. Owen Farrell, obviously. Eleven. Johnny May, obviously. Twelve. Tuolangi. Obviously, I mean thirteen Henry Slade. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, that's a big thing because um, Ellie Jones loves the ten twelve access of yeah of uh, Ford and Farrell. But how long will it stick around for? That is that's the question. I, I don't think Ford can. I'm not sure because Ford's playing for Leicester at the moment. I don't know. Maybe he maybe he's proven himself to to still be able to play for England. But Marcus Smith, Marcus Smith ten Farrell twelve. No, <laughs> not yet, not yet. Not I yet. think, I think Smithy would need an absolute Brutus twelve, so not Farrell, basically. Yeah, he would need someone to just run hard lines like Ben Tay or something. But, but uh, yeah, I, and, and then I've got obviously Anthony Watson at fourteen because who else would you have? And I've written down fifteen Woodward because, like I've said in previous episodes. Yeah, I I thought he was sick, but obviously now I think Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. Or or what's it what about what, not Daly at all? 
You don't really rate Daily, do you? Uh, not, not really. He, oh. he is sick. I think he's sick on the wing, but I think he's good on the wing. But Eddie Jones plays him at fullback, and he's not. I he's not really better than Johnny Mayer or Anthony Watson, is he? Nah. What about Noel so, on the wing and Watson at fullback? Now I've got Noel at twenty three, so he's in my squad. Yeah. But he's not. He does not make the starting he, lineup. Did you because... see his his try at the weekend that he scored? Yes, it was what outrageous. You know, <laughs> that man is superhuman. Like it seems like whenever he goes into a tackle, he either slips out the other side with like full pace, or power, he just he, he, he just power. carries like four people on his back. He could easily play flanker, easily. Maybe, he was, he's like he was, you. He is sick. Me. Wow, no, he's exactly maybe a bit he's, worse. Maybe a bit worse. <laughs> he's you carrying four people to the try line. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I so my own team. so. We think Woodward is a, is a no, and we think Rosa is a yeah. yes. So, in the starting lineup, we don't think Don Brandt should play eight. We think Billy V's still got it. Yeah, and we think... unless he gets injured. But then, yeah, because there was a whole debate earlier in the season where Billy V was injured, and they were like, who's going to play eight? I think, that's people... why, I think that's why and I put Don Brandt. Curry I think that might be. eight. What the hell? Yeah, so, and then we've got... Rosie at fifteen over Woodward, so I think I've I've done quite quite a good job of predicting that. I mean, obviously some of the positions aren't really hard, but I think the the Ford Farrell axis, some people would definitely go for that over Farrell to Alangi at twelve and Slade at thirteen. But I just think Slade's like yeah. too dank. I would, to be honest, I would really like to see some more of these young guys get a chance. Um, don't know in maybe some friendlies or I just well, yeah I just want to see more of these young up and coming players in the squad and then maybe on the like the games again like Italy just putting out like a, a an exciting team not just a standard team like an exciting yeah. team that would just like play exciting rugby and just put points on Italy and win no I can I completely agree because that's what they do in New Zealand isn't it against teams mm. like Tonga and Fiji and like I went to go watch England play Fiji with you wasn't it yeah 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 we went to go watch it you kindly took me along you had tickets <laughs> and we were sat right up in the rafters at twickenham but yeah alex Goo played at fullback which was an interesting call because he'd never really played for england before oh, and really? edit daily played on the wing and Rocco they Gugini, I think, was the other wing rocco was the other wing and he's he's now got a dank record of tries for england because he <laughs> scored like twice in that match but yeah, where's Rocco Jaguni these days? He's sick. I rate him big time. He's in the shadow of Rosie, mate. Rosie, yeah, Rosie's outshining. Rosie's out, outplaying, outplaying Rocco, mate. That's mental. Rosie, Rosie. I'll tell you what's good. I think actually what is really good about Rosie is he's quite tall, and I think it is his. I genuinely think it is his fend that is actually really good. I actually he's think he's done. He's got must have like really long reach or something on his arms because. In his last game, he got that poacher's try, but he still had to hand off like one guy, and he like did that easily with ease. And then in like the two games before that, where he did that sick try, where he like handed off two guys, like he got a sick fend. So he seems actually pretty difficult to tackle. Maybe he's just been practicing, practicing maybe yeah. hitting the bot, hitting the triceps at the gym. Who knows? But yeah, it, it does seem like he just like flicks his fingers and they just spring away from him, which is kind of yeah, yeah, kind of sick. But um, yeah, should I should I run through my bench? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So I've got Genge as one of my sub props. Yeah, I, I Cal- agree with that. 
Yeah, Cow and Dicky is my hooker sub, obviously because Cow and Douchey. Yeah, he's dank. Uh, I've got Harry Williams, the extra prop, as my other one. But I think he was playing for England at the time, and he played the World Cup as well. I actually don't know who he is, to be honest. I I really don't <laughs> keep up with forwards at all. I really. <laughs> I literally just look at the backs. I'm like, dink. <laughs> Mate, what you don't know who Harry Williams is? If you had like twenty cats for England now, no, mate, I actually don't. I, I don't he know. comes off the bench like every game. Does he? Yeah, yeah. But Mako's a prop, and you know exactly who Mako is. Yeah, because he's sick. I know. I don't know any. You of know these who Ellis Genge is? Yeah. Ellis Genge doesn't start for England. I don't know. I've... Yeah, Harry Williams is quite boring, to be fair. Yeah, plays for Exeter. It's self-explanatory. Just blends yeah, it. Okay, then. I've actually gone a bit controversial here. I've got Laws at nineteen, which is fair, I think. Mm. Then I've got then I've got Ted Hill. Yeah. At, Could you make at him? number at number twenty? But I only I don't really know. I don't really know why I put him there. He makes hits, mate. He makes hits. He pe- I people think... gas him up quite a lot. I think he is good. But to be fair, I've seen it. I've seen it. I went to a Worcester game and he was literally walking around the pitch. And we were like, go on, Ted, run a bit, please. Like, do something. He was just literally was he lazy. I don't know. Maybe that game, he just couldn't be bothered. I think it was Bristol versus Worcester. He probably was like, oh, we're going to lose anyway. I might as well just walk around, <laughs> save, save my legs. But, Maybe um, he was knackered. He makes big hits. If you watched his um, international, not his international highlights, his just YouTube highlights. Um, yeah. They, they, he's pretty sick. He makes some pretty big hits. But I think I think Eddie now, Jones. So... I think Eddie Jones likes him as well. Yeah, I have to just see how that goes. But I think I put Ben Earl over him at the moment, definitely. I've got Ben Earl. For some reason, I've got twenty-three people. <laughs> so I was clearly being an idiot. But so let's take Hill out. So we don't have Hill as one of the subs. We I've got I've got um Ben Earl obviously because he's the next England captain after Maratoje. Ben Earl, do you reckon? <laughs> Oh, he's so good, mate. He's, he's got, yeah, he's got Richard McCaw. He's he's got Richard McCaw pedigree, mate. Yeah, I I do really enjoy watching him. And it's nice to know, like, he was a Tombridge guy from Ken. Yeah, hey. local lad, local lad. Yeah, nah, but he actually is sick. To be fair, so I properly rate him. Who would be your sub nine? Uh, what if we? Well, it the the not I. If, okay, without Ben Youngs. Without Ben Youngs, uh, I've got no idea to be honest. Because I definitely put Ben Spencer as the starting nine. Yeah. Don't know who else this. Well, I guess Willie Hines. Who are Dan no, Robson? Is Dan so is Dan old. Robson any good? Yeah, he's good, mate. He's good. That's who I've got. Yeah. Was still playing well now at the moment. I actually didn't even realise Was were even that good at, anymore. But apparently they're quite good. I thought yeah. they were just bang average. I don't know. I think they got a bit lucky on the weekend because, like... They're like, they're like third or fourth uh, now, I don't mate. know. The yeah, table. they're fourth. They're fourth. But Bath really should have won that game. I don't know how Bath lost, but what yeah. they made Wasps look good, I think, because they didn't finish off tries. Like, Bath had so many opportunities on, on the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, someone like uh, Jack Willis would get a steal on the line or something or something really good and also Wayne Barnes refereed it pretty badly I thought yeah I usually I usually quite I usually quite like Wayne Barnes but 
I don't know, that might be a bit controversial because not many people do. People find him annoying. But at the same time, I thought he refereed badly. So, who knows? Maybe that had an effect. Um, also, that like Wasps had a lot of injuries to their front row, so it was uncontested scrums. Yeah, I saw that at the end. I was like, what? What's going on here? But, yeah, either way. Shall we move on to the more interesting topic that is... Rugby, Rugby World Cup 2011. <laughs> Rugby video games, indeed, Maliki, yes. So, Maliki, what have you been doing all day today? Well, yesterday I was browsing the charity shops and I came across Rugby World Cup 2011 on Xbox 360 for a pound. And uh, obviously we've had a bit of a laugh with that over the years, so I thought I'd pick it up. And uh, today I've invested, invested my uh, my free day into playing that for quite a while. Start off. Just How long? Test- How long for? <laughs> Only a few hours. <laughs> no, Four, five? Yeah, I don't know. Quite a few hours. Quite a few hours, let's just say. But I was just like testing it out, playing a few games. Uh, I started playing as England, and then the game as Ireland. Um, and then I, I tried, yeah. And then I started making our. Oh, I I went on to Namibia, and edited all the players. So it's the <laughs> so it's our Cranbrook <laughs> school team. Which is quite jokes, because um, obviously got got uh, yeah all the guys on our team there, and I had to come up with the ratings. But some of the ratings were a bit funny, so I think I put in like the stats for what I thought was reasonable. But I don't know how the game works out. I don't know if, like for that overall. So I had Batson, who I gave him like really good tackling, really good like rucking, good scrummaging, stuff like that. But then I gave him like. No zero pay. catching <laughs> yeah no <laughs> <laughs> not great hands um no offense batson um but then but like obviously batson was literally one of our best players and he came out as like 78 rated or something but i gave him yeah. like I gave maybe him like maybe nine. you're being maybe you're being a little harsh in some of the like sections where he's actually he's he's, he's obviously he can catch the ball i think i gave so, him like i think i gave him like 90 and like 95 for like rocking and tackling and stuff like some something like that i just did it i did it on like five sets of five so i did like 85 yeah. 90 95 just because i couldn't be bothered to go into the, the tiny things and i think i still gave him like 70 handly or something um but yeah i don't maybe the game works out a bit weird but, you could uh, play center mate <laughs> yeah that's the funny thing is right you can make their first posi- position like anything and their second position anything so you can have like first position wing second position prop third position <laughs> like scrum half it just doesn't make sense but then it, those things don't even make any sense anyway i don't th- i think i don't think because i think it just even if, if you've got sick like pretty much if you're fast and agile and then you get put on the wing you become like stupidly good rated which um yeah because i tried to do a rejiggle with our team when i was a i was like i was like seven points down against like, australia trying to get the final win and I needed to get some speed out on the wing, um, so I put like Charlie on the wing, and I put I put Kitman at at put Kitman at scrum half, put myself at flanker instead of Kit, and then I put Charlie at wing or fullback. Oh, no, yeah, Charlie at wing or fullback at wing, and then I swapped you and George. So George outside. So center. so so let, let me just get this straight. You you've you've got you yourself a winger on the flank. You've got a flanker playing scrum half. You've got a scrum half playing on the wing and you've got a winger playing at fullback and you've got a fullback playing on the other wing. So I'll run through this. At home. Yeah, be... yeah. No, no, that, that's it. I've, I've got it. I've got it. But I was just making sure. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. So pretty much you you were playing center, George, because I wanted a bit more pace. Because no offense, I put you at like seventy pace. Yeah. <laughs> kind no, of this is so pace. annoying. <laughs> kind of play the pace, but also just. I just because I didn't score any tries <laughs> at school doesn't mean I wasn't that quick. It just meant that I didn't get past the ball a lot by George. So yeah. To be fair, Lee, I had Lee Ames on the wing. I gave him like 50 tackling. It was a massive liability. Just get really? every time. It was so annoying. <laughs> well, really especially hot. playing against Ireland, where Brian O'Driscoll's like 99 on the wing. In this game, yeah, if you put if you put Brian O'Driscoll on the wing, it's a secret. It's a secret hack. You give him the ball, and it's literally impossible to tackle him. Yeah, but he is way too good. But yeah, and then. I was doing that and I had you at centre and you dropped the ball four times and lost me the game. Thanks a lot. Ed. Why? That's because I'm not centre. I'm a winger or a fullback. Come on. I gave you quite good hands though. I think I gave you like 85 hand handling and passing. Yeah, but if I play out of position, it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. I don't know. The game. The, I think that's how the game works. I think if you're playing in position, then you play all right. But if you play out, out of position, position yeah, then, then it can but, mess up. But yeah, many hours of fun on that game for you to say, Mal. And many hours of fun for, for all of us over, over the course of the years. But yeah. we were a little bit um, inspired to talk about it, mainly from the other day in Bath. Because when we got to Bath and Maxim set up his PlayStation 3, we actually started playing the game for the first time in absolutely ages. Obviously, all of us we were blown back into nostalgic, into <laughs> nostalgic times, sitting in the boarding house playing it. But... Yeah, so we started playing it and then we went on to I think we did a match which was England versus Wales and I was playing I was playing as England and I, Mal I think you were playing as Wales maybe I don't know. Yeah. But we scrolled down through the players obviously to try and edit our teams and our squads to try and make it as good as possible because we kind of remembered all the hacks remembered. Johnny Wilkinson's on the bench for England for some reason if you put him at fly half then he goes to 99 rated or something and toby flies you put him at center and he becomes really good or something like that and and i I scroll i scroll i scroll down and suddenly i see what do i see mal (laughs) (laughs) for for wales there's a player called m boy and we're like who the hell's (laughs) m boy 99 rated player it's just mackie's mackie's pre-owned character they had on his like six for like eight like 100 kg 99 sprint speed 99 strength play 99 everything mate like plays every position on the pitch perfectly (laughs) like he's he's literally about a foot taller than every other player on the on the field and twice as wide but (laughs) yeah and then what was it for um for england it was just m lambert i think m lambert so he made himself twice because (laughs) mackie's mackie's part welsh so he obviously made it for england who he supports and then for wales who who where his family are from which is a little bit sad if i'm honest yeah but you know hopefully it wasn't that recently he did that but mate they need to make another dang rugby game because to be fair that game is like so fun to play but like if you compare it to like fifa or nba it's an awful awful game like as a game it's really really badly made and you really like the 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 mechanics of it like the way the players work and like everything like that is so bad and it's like if you get a if you get a penalty on the 22 you don't take it from the 22 you have to go all the way back to the halfway line to take it in the middle of the pitch it's just random like yeah it's stupid but it's fun that's the thing it is fun they need to make a fun rugby game because i think they've come out with quite a few rugby games that are a bit like they're trying to be too realistic and it's not fun anymore 
So I think they like the rugby challenge games or like they they made like some other rugby world cup games like rugby 20 or whatever. And I've heard they're just like, they just, the graphics don't even look good on them. I think rugby challenges, the graphics are decent and they try you... to get the licensing and stuff, but they're just, but yeah, compared to like FIFA, NBA, like, oh, have you seen how much, how, have you seen the amount of like teams and licensing they have for NBA? It's actually ridiculous. Well, yeah, it's everything, isn't it? It's everything. It's, it's literally all of the, like literally every single team, and then each team has an all stars team, and then all they also have retro teams. So it's the teams from pretty much all their good years or any good years they have the team. So you can go for the Chicago Chicago Bulls, you can get their all star team, or you can go all the way back to when they had like Michael Jordan, like Scott. Can I Pippen, just say like, though? Yeah. Can I just say though? Yeah, this is this is this is a point I just like to make about that. The thing is about a rugby game is that. It's easy for the NBA or for FIFA because NBA 2K is made basically with NBA sponsorship. So all the teams are under the NBA and therefore they have to go with, they have to basically be licensed on the game and stuff and have their players on the game. And it's something the players will have to do. It's just part part of the job. They probably get a ton of money for it as well so they don't really care and the nba makes a ton of money up from it as well from having this game it's the same with fifa because fifa's an actual organization obviously like so therefore it's they, easier to get the licensing they stuff, they, yeah. they they ha- they have they, they kind of have to get the licensing or the the teams almost have to give fifa the licensing because they're all licensed on they're all underneath fifa in the in the way that football works with rugby however you got the rfu you got the union that does the pro 14 and wales and scotland and ireland then you got the union that doesn't then you got new zealand then you got australian rugby then you got argentinian rugby then you got south african rugby like so many different unions and stuff none of them none of them work in the same way none of their seasons are matched up for example like only it's only like the european leagues that are matched up and You'll find that some some teams will be very happy giving their licensing away because they don't really mind. They're still making shit tons of money. But it's teams like New Zealand and, Aus- and Australia from that game in particular that didn't give their licenses, and it just oh, makes did they the not? Game New like, Zealand or Australia? Yeah, for for the 2011 uh, Rugby yeah. World Cup game, it's like they kind of like you got you got denny harper or something rather than dan carter playing at 10 for new zealand oh but i just think one? i just think I, yeah it's 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 not it's not like stupid i don't know it's not it's not as good in that respect so having for, the actual players names is makes such a big difference so for rugby challenge like they got all all the licensing and stuff and they got all the super rugby teams as well and the premiership teams and stuff which is really good but at the same time, the game itself just isn't as fun as Rugby World Cup. So imagine combining the two. Yeah, mate. That's what they need to do. And to be fair, I think there's a, I've seen a rugby campaign going on. I think G-Man. G-Man. I think G-Man. He, he, um, he, he's like an ambassador for it and Two Cents Rugby. And to be fair, I think Brian Habana is a ambassador for it or something like that sorry it's ridiculous yeah they're trying to get actual the world rugby organization to get behind making a game so they can get all the sponsorship and they can be properly funded because i think yeah they because ea used to do rugby 08 and stuff and i think rugby 08 is like meant to be the best rugby game of its time oh so it's basically like rugby world cup 
but with all the classic England players, like you got Jason Robinson and on it and stuff, and it's so much fun. It's just a classic, isn't it? Yeah. And the graph, so, the graphics, the graphics weren't even bad. Like happily play. I can remember going down to New Zealand on tour, and like we played PlayStation there, and literally we just. It, this was in like 2016, so and play, well, playing that game, and the game obviously came out in wrote in 2008, 2008 so yeah. seven years after it came out, and and even you, like nine years after the Rugby World Cup 2011 came out, you're still having fun on these games, even though you're playing it by yourself. Like it's so much, it's it's obviously more fun playing it with friends, but you've just had fun today playing it by yourself. Like making making like funny funny teams and stuff, editing all the players. Like it's just good fun, and it's like like on the new rugby games, they don't they don't focus on really that. And like they focus so much on trying to make the game mechanics as realistic as possible. And you think like if they had enough funding, they could make the game mechanics as good as FIFA and make it work better, basically. Yeah. And still inc- incorporate the fun without the the clunky like rucks and stuff and the weird flicky uppy controls of the scrums and stuff just just make me make me press one button and then another button yeah and then exactly. make me mash x make me mash x <laughs> so as hard, hard. as possible <laughs> exactly. it's, it's not complicated to make a like simplicity is key i think but like why can you not do some decent graphics on top of that and have all the licensing that's literally what we're asking for yeah the techno- technology for the graphics is literally there they can literally just make it kind of arcadey game and then just licensing. That'd be mad. But I'll tell you what also would be sick if there was a like a like football manager, but for rugby. So if it had more than just the pre- so it had Premiership, Championship, and like I don't know if there's a game already like that. I've never I've never thought about that before. You know, well that's actually such a good idea. You put that into Brian Habana's um marketing strategy <laughs> yeah. as well. Mate, that'd be so that's sick. Such- Imagine Such like good t- idea. like signing like being the manager of like T like Tunbridge Judians like Mackie like managing Tunbridge Judians. It's got like <laughs> imagine they had like literally Max and Lambo on it. That'd be like all these like small players like who obviously like you could like see like it would have like all these. That'd just be so sick. Or like and like I think I think like Curry Cup and like what's it called all Mighty Ten Cup like all all these other stuff. That'd just be so sick. I think it's a really really good idea, but I just think not to put it down or anything, but. I think the problem is, is that the, like rugby's just not a big enough sport, really. Yeah. Who's gonna a Who's gonna pave that game? Who's not not Me. not just Me. not not to start off not not customer wise? Who's gonna pay to make the game essentially? Yeah. Who's gonna pay for all that licensing? Because these these federations like New Zealand and Australia are gonna want a lot of cash for it. Like England, are fine. We get a lot of money from from our rugby anyway. Generally, like through clubs and stuff and it's quite it's popular but new zealand and stuff because they're all centralized contracts i'm not sure how the money works over there so but yeah it's just like it's just like rugby isn't quite big enough yet and i'm not sure it ever will be because it hasn't reached maybe when it hits us big maybe when it hits big in us that could be where some money because obviously there's if if it gets massive in us that's going to make such a big difference to the size of the sport because obviously it's big in england big in like it's i don't know new zealand is the only country really where it's the main sport but yeah. U- us i think it could get really big if because they, they definitely have the athletes they just need to convert them over to the sport so if i yeah obviously if, if us get it it could get really big and i feel along with that it's quite a lot of commercialization 
and and stuff like that where potentially a game could be made which would be sick yeah no i i i agree with you on that point i think america's probably the key because that's where the money is really and then it'll gain popularity and like like it's done with the sevens already like and imagine playing like they could just edit the settings a little bit and have like a rugby sevens mode i'm not sure if they had that on the most recent rugby challenge or not because Mm. i haven't played it nearly as much as um as rugby world cup but you know like i don't think i even played the rugby world cup 2015 because they changed it a little bit too much and it was just not the same you want it to be the same because they're the, they're the nostalgic games like what other kind of games do, do you still play like it's like how call of duty mw2 is the best call of duty still even yeah, you though can it was, still play it yeah even though it's obviously not it. as good graphics not as good mechanics it's just like a classic game to play it's like you and a bunch of other of our other mates still play COD Zombies, don't you? Yeah, like yeah. All the classic maps, even though they're really old games, like the first Zombie GTA. Must have been in 2000, 2011. And GTA is, what, four years old now? That new one, the oh, GTA 5? I think it's more than four years old. I don't know, it's quite. It's like seven years old or something. It's really old. I think it came out and in the 2013. Thing is, I think the, be- the best games last, and then like they try and recreate them, but but like especially with sports games they try and recreate them but they just change them for the worst it's like it's the same with fifa everyone said the mechanics of fifa 12 were like so good and the best and it was like a bit broken because you could just finesse everything in but it was fun fun. it was a fun game to play because it was broken and the pace actually meant that you were quick if you had 90 if you had 91 pace it meant you you're fast and if you had 91 strength it meant that you weren't going to get pushed off the ball or tackled which made sense but now when i played fifa 19 at uni it was like you've got someone like i don't know raheem sterling running down the wing with the ball and because he's carrying because he's got got the ball at his feet he's running 50 percent slower than he actually would be mm. yeah too and, he, and he gets and he, and he gets caught up by lewis dunk from brighton who's on my team obviously because i'm always brighton the best team <laughs> in the game, but yeah so it's, it's just broken it's just broken this because they've tried to change it too much make it too realistic so stop Stop, game companies. Yeah, stop. Make it arcadey and fun, and get get the ratings right, get the licensing, and yeah, everyone will have a good time. And That's it will our sell. advice. It will sell. That's our advice. So anyone anyone listening in the games industry, do take it on board, and you will <laughs> make a successful video game. And on that note. I think it's probably time that we end. We've been talking for quite a while now. Well, nice how long has it now. been? Good, like oh, fifty minutes. Nice. Yeah, not too bad. So, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Rugby.